Welcome to In the Element, the figure skating show where we break down and recap competitions in the figure skating world from the technicals to the drama for both new figure skating fans and longtime skating nerds like us. I'm Kathy. I'm Emma. And I'm Sammy. Before we get into the video, we want to acknowledge Camila Valeva's positive test case, but would not like to provide any additional commentary on the situation. It is very unfortunate that the skater had to cope with the added pressure and attention from the whole situation, and we hope that the people who violated the rules, as well as those at the root of the situation, are held responsible. So today's episode is what happened at the Beijing 2020 Winter Olympics ladies event and I'm sure this is the event that I'm the most excited about and I'm sure you guys are as well since we can relate the most in that we do actually do competitive ladies figure skating from some capacity more you guys than me but um I don't even know how to kick off this conversation because when I was watching the ladies event this morning I couldn't even process what I was watching because there was just so much going on and I feel like typically when I watch skating I'm just watching skating for the skating but I felt like this Olympics the event was almost overshadowed by everything else going on that it was actually really hard to focus on the skating itself so yeah I don't know what do you what do you guys think of the whole situation yeah there's definitely so much emotions and so much drama going on but I think I really want to uh, point out Anna our new Olympic champion um, she did very well under that pressure and she has such strong willpower to perform even under really tough situations and um, we saw her do those two clean quads at the beginning of the program which is awesome yeah as Tara Lipinski would say in her uh, commentary that Anna's biggest strength is her iron will and that is Definitely true. And we've seen her throughout the course of the last season, her kind of coming back from a slower start and injuries, uh, only adding one quad back into her free program. And here we saw her pull off two clean quad flips off the bat, which is pretty crazy and definitely bumped her up in terms of that technical score that she really needed when you see someone like a Sasha who came into the free with like five quads planned, which is absolutely insane that's literally Nathan Chen level yeah yeah I think most people don't realize yeah no no people don't realize that like (laughs) these girls are doing the same thing this grown man is doing which is pretty a pretty incredible feat exactly I think to speak a little bit more to to Sasha um I just wanted to point out that like um the race between her and Anna was pretty tight and Anna was able to like capitalize on that in the right way. Um, even with her um, sort of lower base value um, with only having those two quad flips, but Sasha, um, there were a few like small things that if she had only done a double axle in the short, instead of trying the triple axle mm-hmm. and falling or if she hadn't, you know, done her two step outs in the long, one on the quad and one on the double axle triple toe combination, um, she would have been Olympic champion. And I'm, and I'm sure that that those those uh, mistakes are like um, front and center in her mind, knowing that she like really strives to um, 
do all these incredible things and of course wants to be a champion as well and um, though she won silver um, with the opportunity to, to get gold I'm sure that those things um, definitely frustrated her maybe we saw that a bit in the emotions afterwards um, but it's just it was happy for Anna but also sad to see like such a you know history making skate um, from Sasha result in like still sadness um, mm-hmm. in a way um, for coming up just a little bit short. Yeah, yeah, I would say Sasha definitely is one of those skaters who ha- kind of has that like record breaking energy. Like she mm-hmm. wants there, wants to go to the Olympics and make history. And she kind of really has that fiery competitive edge. And in a way, I felt like, uh, I felt like, I don't know if you guys heard of it. It's like the, it's like, I forgot what the thing is. It's like a silver medal syndrome or a bronze medal syndrome. It's a thing that we mm. talked I I remember learning when I was like in some psychology class in high school or something that people overall are actually more like happy if they didn't get a medal versus getting like a silver or, or, or a bronze. I forgot what the phenomenon mm. is, but yeah. So, uh, so we definitely see a little bit of Sasha's emotions come out here. And I'm sure I honestly feel like that's probably how Evgenia felt when she was skating in 2018 and she lost to Alina by a slight margin. Just that I felt like Evgenia's personality was a little bit maybe less fiery than Sasha's. So we didn't see that come through as much. I mean, she did switch to Orser for a little bit after. So we definitely see her take some action there. But yeah, yeah, we, we I, I felt like Sasha definitely felt that. And it, in a way that, I, I feel so conflicted because uh, my heart just goes out to both of these skaters because first of all, I think Anna did win the gold medal and I felt like she really should have had much more of that like gold medal moment for her. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to see her be able to laugh, to be able to hug her coaching team and to yeah. celebrate that joy. But instead all the pictures you're seeing on Twitter are Anna sitting in a kiss and cry by herself, hugging her stuffed animal, like, wondering like was I supposed to win gold was I not supposed to win gold like that shouldn't have been the case I felt like if she did she she deserved to you know win the gold medal and I just I just wish that she would have been able to enjoyed her experience better I think we saw both Sasha and Kaori who's our bronze medal winner um everyone was just in tears after maybe from different reasons uh, for different reasons but there was just a lot of emotion um that being said i really really want to talk about kaori's especially her two amazing amazing strong performances she put out here at the biggest event um and being able to pull out a third place finish is just i'm I'm so happy for her I think one of the points that sticks out to me the most is how mentally strong she is because after she put out that third place short, she really didn't get phased, even though she was not a medal favorite coming into the games. She really just focused in on what she could do and what was controllable by herself. And she pulled out another stunning performance in the long. So really happy for her. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would agree. Um, as a skater myself, I felt like if I were in this position where I ended up third after the short, I felt like I would be super nervous going into the free, knowing that like, will I be able to maintain that third place? 
and knowing that all these girls are claiming these quads, as we know in the short program, Cowrie maybe had more of a chance to step into that third place position because there was the only ultra C element that you can do is a triple axle and not all of the Russian girls had a triple axle, right? So I think that her having that mental strain is just really, really freaking awesome. I just, <laughs> she's literally like a human rock. <laughs> uh when she skates like like if Kaori were to mess up I would almost like be in the most disbelief out of anyone (laughs) who skated (laughs) in this event um and the fact that she's just delivered so many times this year like I don't even remember the last time she's made a mistake to be honest um maybe like doubling one jump or something like that but I don't even remember when it happened so you guys can correct me on that if I'm wrong but it's just like awe-inspiring how reliable she is and Japan has definitely um seen that in her and like cultivated it in Mm -hmm. um bringing her to all these like international events and um that sort of like steadiness just like accumulated in such a exciting like emotional reaction from her and just like the pure joy and spirit of the Olympics is what you could see in both her skate and in um her reaction as she realized her bronze medal and as she climbed up on the podium um, and celebrated. And yeah, it was just, it it honestly brought me to tears also. (laughs) No, we were talking about this earlier where we were just like, I felt like there were multiple points in the women's free skate event that I was just crying in front of my laptop. And uh, my roommate was probably like, what is wrong with her? Yeah, I was on the, yeah. the train just um, starting to cry. <laughs> People were probably like, who is this girl? <laughs> like, what? Yep, just crying over Olympic figure skating. But yeah, no, I would I would actually say her program has grown on me even me more too. throughout the course of the Olympics. Right, I was t- I'm event. telling you guys. Like, Didn't I know her music, a- like, play into yes. the whole situation. Yes. You're like, you can do yes, this. True. You got this. <laughs> exactly and like I see the vision now I like I feel like when Bin Law was like (laughs) choreographing this he was picturing this moment and I see his vision now because you know at the very end how like she ends her program and the lyrics was like I am a woman I'm just like yes because she is a woman she's not like a little (laughs) tiny girl you know like She's, like, doing these huge triple, like, uh, not triple axles. She's doing these huge double axles and just showing that power on the ice and that maturity. So I I really did love that. I feel like perhaps the choreographers definitely knew what they were doing when they were sending this message. (laughs) Yeah, she was, like, the music goes, I'm a woman. I I was, like, you are. Go, girl. You are. Oh man, no, I yeah, she was absolutely like a joy to watch. Uh, I feel like the transition here is just so tough. Uh, from her to talking about Camila because she is the person who came after Kauri. And I remember when I was watching this morning, I was on the edge of my seat because after watching Camila d- perform the way that she did, I was just like, oh my god, like who's gonna be you know, third place because we weren't sure yet and whether or not she was going to land on the podium because she did still end up having a two-point lead after the short program. So there was a lot of uncertainty. And I feel like I'm just 
I'm just like one of those Asians out there who is really bad at math. So I don't think I can crank out the numbers in my head that fast. So I was just like, I don't know what's going to happen. And we see here that Camila made a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes. She's usually pretty consistent despite having all these crazy ultra C elements throughout her past season. And I'm sure that likely all the pressure and the nerves of the event and all the surrounding circumstances definitely played into what caused uh, her to have that uncharacteristic state. So yeah, I just, I honestly feel for her again, like we said in the beginning of the video, you know, it, the adults should be responsible for this. Like this is, this should not have happened. Um, and it's just ridiculous that it has. And I, I just cannot believe the fact that after she got off the ice that a Terry basically, or at least this is what I heard from like Twitter and people translating her commentary, like out of, you know, out of Camila coming off of the ice that she told her, like, why did you give that up after you fell on that triple axle? And I was just like, dude, you put this girl through enough shit this week. Like, and that's the first thing you tell her when she had like the roughest skate in the most important event of her career. Like, why not give her a freaking hug? Like, Jesus Christ. I feel like some people in skating are just not human and it sucks. Yeah, hopefully she can take some time after this event to just like decompress and think through everything and, um, Maybe we'll get to see her at Worlds and yeah. So in addition to, I think, Camila, um, we, I also want to talk about Wakaba and Yay. her two huge triple axles. They oh, were so I'm good. so glad. I'm so yes. glad she did it in both the short and the free. Like how yes. ballsy is that? Yeah, they were so solid. And I also really want to point out that her short program has really grown on me um, over this past season. I really love how fluid she is mm. in her short program footwork, especially. And yeah, it was just amazing to get to see her have three really solid performances at the Olympics. Yeah. And, and the Lion King program, I mean, you guys already know, I love the Lion King program this whole season. And I'm so glad she had pretty much close to a clean skate. Like I was watching her skate and after she landed the triple axel, I was like, yes, I was like literally like screaming in my seat. And I was like, I literally audibly like be like, I was like, I was like, no, when she fell on that triple Lutz. Mm-hmm. triple toe I was like no because I all I wished for her was like a clean skate but I was um she later on had another combo the same exact combo mm-hmm. in fact the triple let's triple toe and I was like oh like is she gonna make it this time especially it's since it's later on in the program and I know personally by the time I get to the end portion of my program my legs are freaking jelly <laughs> so I was really nervous for her but she stuck like she stuck that jump like the first one the first fall didn't even happen. So mm-hmm. kudos to her. Like all these athletes just have so much freaking mental strength. And I think Wakaba just, you know, pulled that, pulled that like out of nowhere. Uh, and I'm absolutely so happy for her. I almost felt like the Olympics for her were more just like a showcase of her skills. Uh, and I felt like Japanese nationals, I felt like she was actually like perhaps even more emotional because mm. just getting onto the Olympic team 
is so hard when you're from a country like a Japan or a Russia when the field is so deep within your own country that sometimes it's even just hard to get onto the Olympic stage. And once you get onto that Olympic stage, it's almost like things come a little bit more naturally and easier. Yeah. To pick up on one of your points, Kathy, I um, I think that I was just so happy like to see the recovery, of course, from the fall and the let's toe um, to do the rest of the program, but also like the fact that uh, Wakaba in the past has sometimes like double jumps in the second half of the program when she gets like nervous or too excited or too mm-hmm. into the choreography, you know, um, mm-hmm. but we didn't see that happen here um, for her at all Mm -hmm. in either segment and I felt like that really just spoke to how incredibly hard she's been working on everything in her skating you know not only like making that triple axel consistent in competition but also just like relying on her training in like mentally tough moments like you guys were saying so it's just so happy because kind of speaking to like how much you can like trust a skater as you're watching them. I feel like in the past, maybe I would get really nervous that she would double something. Um, but in this skate, I, I didn't really feel that way anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I was really happy. Um, and just, I, I just want everyone to remember this program as much as we will, because it's truly iconic and I wish I could see it like a thousand more times. Um, okay. Yeah. So, when we talk about triple axles, another skater that also has really good triple axles was uh, Young Yu from Korea. So she did two really good triple axel attempts. I don't think they were fully rotated, but she landed both of them. Um, I'm, I think, particularly happy to see her enjoy her Olympic performances and come back with like such a solid short and long um, at the Olympics after her little bit more shaky for continents showing, um, even though the two competitions are so close. So what did you guys think? Yeah, yeah. I honestly like looking at her triple axel attempts in both the short and the free. I know when we watched the replays in the free, the free was, uh, to my understanding, they were both, um, what's that? What's the, what's the wording for the double carrot again? I'm like, Blake, uh, downgraded. downgraded. Yes. Yes, I lost my words, but they were both downgraded, right? Both in the free and the short? Uh, in the free, she actually got an under-rotation. Okay, right, gotcha. Yeah, that looked under. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they were, yeah, because yeah. I was, yeah, when I was looking at the short, I thought it was under, but I Me too. did not think it was downgraded. I was like, damn, like, why are they doing that to Yeah, her? being and super also, strict. Right. Yeah. And also speaking about like being strict technically, I know we talked about this, but when we were looking at the scoring, a lot of like skaters triple flips got right. edge warning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was so confused because I was just like, how do you like, yeah, because you usually people get the <laughs> warning on the LUTs, right? Because it's easier to do the inside edge. So we were yeah. talking about how it's so interesting that lots of people are getting it on the flip now, too. Yeah, no, that that's an interesting edge call because I would think you'd honestly make the jump easier if you're actually on an inside edge versus like a flat edge or a, I, I can't see anyone trying to do like a Lutz when they want to do a flip because the Lutz is definitely harder, at least in my opinion. So, But yeah, 
back to back to young you I remember when young you kind of first came on to the senior scene I remember her triple axles were definitely like throwing everyone for a spin I remember there being a video of like a teary like looking at her or scouting at her at a competition like scouting out the competition for girls in terms of ultra C elements so young you has definitely been in the game uh for Korea and it's really great to see her you know do well and kind of you know be happy about her skate here so I guess I guess speaking upon like being happy and satisfied with her performance even though not exactly placing on the podium would be Alyssa so Alyssa Liu oh my god I was so worried for her because going into the Olympics I felt like she wasn't perhaps in the mentally the best state and she just switched training coach or she just switched like coaches and I was really worried that was going to impact her negatively in a way but I was actually so happy for her because every time she went out on the ice, she just looked like she was having the most fun. And I remember, especially in the short, she heard Team USA cheering for her. And then she started like, <laughs> she started giggling before her competition. And I think she's just absolutely, absolutely adorable. And I'm glad she's able to enjoy her Olympic experience. And also, um, I feel like, honestly, like, she's been pretty underrated this Olympics because I felt like when she first came on the scene, everyone was hyping her up. They're like, oh, my God, the U.S. has, like, like one of the, like, like girls from Russia where they can do quads and triple axles and all that. But I felt like over time, uh, she kind of, in my opinion, uh, in this Olympics, like, Karen and Mariah, t- like, took the narrative a little bit more, because they were more yeah. prominent figures at U.S. National, so we actually didn't, I didn't see a lot of, like, Alyssa's faces, again, like, going to the real estate thing on Peacock, or any sort of, like, promotion of Alyssa, in a way, but I'm mm-hmm. just overall really happy to see her performance speak for itself, and the fact that yeah. she lived, land that triple axle was awesome. Yeah, so for me, I was actually so excited to see Alyssa have mm-hmm. such a fun time on Olympic ice, and I think that this will be a memory that she holds very dear to her heart for many years to come and I I can see this being an experience that inspires her in future seasons so I'm really excited to see how she grows and she progresses um, in the coming years yeah no I agree honestly I feel like Alyssa needed maybe like a little bit of like that boost in energy towards the end of the season I was honestly scared that she was you know with her changes and adjustments that she'd been having that she might have like a rough olympic ski with all the yeah. pressure but she really did overcome that and just turned the whole situation around and i'm hoping that this provides her fuel and momentum to launch into an even better season next season yeah so actually we talked earlier about how kaori's performance made us tear up i would actually also say Alyssa's performance mm. <laughs> made me tear up too because i was just so happy for her and seeing her enjoy her moment is just it was just very uh heartwarming oh yeah no I don't (laughs) I can't even count on my one hand how many times I've cried in the women's event and I'm like like, I'm I'm way too much of an emotional mess like some of these skaters had a big moment and they didn't even cry at the end of the program when I'm just like sobbing (laughs) sobbing in the corner club Yeah, actually, now that you mention it, I feel like a lot of the skaters really did have good skates. Yeah, no, that was, 
yeah, no, definitely incredible to see. And I think another skater that is a little bit newer on this scene, she just kind of appeared out of nowhere this season, and that's Luna from Belgium. And it's always awesome for me personally to see like a country who's typically not, you know, in that top 10 range kind of come into the top 10 range and just change things up because I think she brings so much uniqueness and so much like flavor and she's also another one of the skaters with that like strong feisty energy that I definitely I honestly love and we see that in the short program unfortunately she like put her hand down on uh, one of her double axles and she can do that jump like so well like probably in her sleep but it's just like sometimes you make that one like sometimes you make a mistake when you're skating in the element that you're like least worried about um yeah and it kind of comes to a surprise and you can tell how mad she was at herself at the end of that program because she knows that she can hit it but she just didn't you know end up being able to uh, do it and it was so funny because when she came off the ice the NBC cameras were on her and I think she literally said fuck into the camera <laughs> and then and she saw the camera she's like oh shit never mind and then her brother who coaches her put like a hand over her mouth and I thought I'm it was so I thought it was so funny she was like oops um but I think she's honestly another one of those feisty characters that I just love seeing and Emma, I don't know what you thought about her freescape. I honestly thought the music in her freescape was very unique. It's not very, like, the typical lyrical that you see. So what did you think about her freescape? Yeah, so actually, I really liked her freescape. I also really like her costume for her freescape. I think earlier we mentioned that she kind of burst on the scene at, like, 2020 to 2021 year. She placed fifth at Worlds, uh, at the 2021 Worlds. So she's kind of been, like, up there this whole season. Um, But with the Russians dominating most of the events, we didn't really get to see her, like, in the spotlight. But I would say that she really uh, did step up to the game here. So I guess talking about the American ladies a little bit, I know we already talked about Alyssa, but just speaking about Karen, I know, uh, I I think she posted an Instagram post on her own Instagram of her ankle. And I think, Emma, you're right. I'm not sure if she sprained her ankle before for the free ski or after but uh she she still competed and she really did fight for all her jumps unfortunately she had a problem with her triple loop again and we've seen that she pretty much had an issue with that triple loop in every single one of her programs that she skated in both the team event as well as the individual so I my heart really goes out to her but I think she's like honestly one of the most beautiful artists on the ice and I was really glad to see kind of her Instagram post be so inspiring she like posted something about like this is a reminder that my skating does not define who I am Mm -hmm. and I think that's so important because I hate all the thumbnails that come out on YouTube after like people skate like after the team event I think Karen's like thumbnail was something like Karen Chen stumbles as U.S. falls to like second place or something like that and I just feel like again I feel like Karen I hopefully she carries that mindset with her whether or not she continues to compete in skating is that your skating does not define who you are skating is a big piece of these skaters lives but it should not completely define who they are so I'm I'm very glad that Karen had that you know mindset despite not having like the greatest Olympic outing that she wanted to um yeah and yeah yeah. definitely I think a lot of the times the media just 
takes the results and tries to exploit it for attention or for views and it sometimes it comes at the cost of like an athlete's mental health yeah Mm -hmm. that's a that's a bigger issue that I would not continue to ramble upon um but another American lady I just want to quickly touch upon is Mariah Bell and I think that she skated the best that she can at this Olympics and you can see that her coach Adam and Roth were really really happy for her honestly like I know you spoke about Luna saving some of her jumps that were tilted. Mariah had pretty much like a clean, um, clean free skate to her Hallelujah, which I absolutely love. And I honestly loved her dress in her last season better than the red dress that she had. Like both Mm -hmm. were gorgeous, but I honestly felt like the red gave me like more like Tango Mulan Rouge vibes instead of like this beautiful beautiful lyrical piece of this like hallelujah thing that she's trying to do so I really liked her like last hallelujah costume if anyone remembers that um but yeah speaking upon her jumps again she had like a triple loop I think in her free that was so tilted I was like oh no she's gonna take the fall and somehow she saves it and I think she definitely fought through every piece of that program and I think Mariah ended up 10th right like she she actually ended up being the top 10 yeah so that's 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 awesome to you know always have like American lady floating in the top 10 and I know I feel like in the Olympics a lot of people are like only focusing on the top three but honestly like being in the top 10 in the Olympics is insane that's like top 10 in the world like honestly just being at the competition like even if you're like 25th place or something or 24th place like that's still freaking amazing so Kathy which skate did you enjoy most out of the women's event, you think? Ooh, ooh. I would I would honestly say definitely Carrie's long. Uh, I know we talked about okay. this before, but mm-hmm. I think I think the story really did carry. It spoke it to you today. <laughs> the story it spoke, spoke to you today. To me. Yes, yes, the story spoke to me today. You know how we were talking about how we're like Sammy was like, I see the vision, but I won't ever yeah. ask on the vision now I'm just yeah. like I see the vision I would execute on the vision any day <laughs> okay okay I see I see yes yes but what about what about you I would say I want I really want to choose two first would be Kari's short actually I think mm-hmm. I've actually watched her long more times than I have her short this season Same. and um I think especially before the short, she's under also a lot of pressure and seeing her kind of pull it together and, you know, execute everything the way she does in practice. That was, I don't know, it, it hit me. It hit me different. Um, and then I would say my second moment would be Alyssa's short because mm. I really enjoyed her performance and I like really like her orange dress. I think it's very bright, like very fitting for um, her age and she just looked like she was so happy to be there that it made me so happy just watching her so yeah yeah I know same wait is her dress orange I thought it was red it's like orangish red huh is it color kind no I think it's like a darker I think it's a darker orange but some people might call it a bright red you know Hmm, hmm, hmm. I don't know man Maybe you're the one that's colorblind. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. But, oh. yeah, Sammy had to uh, check out a little bit early, but. Yeah. 
Well, all right. That is a wrap for today's episode of What Happened At on the In The Element Figure Skating Show. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Leave us a comment down below on your opinions and thoughts because if you're a figure skating fan, you are definitely opinionated. Be sure to subscribe. We're available on YouTube if you want to get some snazzy visuals and Spotify if you want to just listen to our crackly voices. Thank you again. Until next time, stay edgy.